When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One time is Welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Alex Loader today. Good morning. Um, it's post fair. <laughs> I think people could probably hear it in my voice. I mean, I think that it's just important to say that we all made it through and it was a little sweaty. Ugh. Let's just do a quick postmortem on okay. the fair. Okay. We'll just do a quick one because I think people are past it. But we haven't seen each other, you know, we haven't had a radio show since then. So right. um I think it went great. I want to shout out to everyone who came and bought a don't yuck your yum T-shirt. You guys are amazing. You bought it out. Yeah. Did you, you guys end up out. restocking or no? They did restock. Okay. But I, I have no idea how much they, you know, if they're back again or not. But I'm just saying that we'll have them at events and things like that. That's and so cool. Yeah. I just, I'm super excited that you guys really showed up for that. And it just loved, it loved to show like those, uh, you know, those daytime shows, those weekday shows that, uh, you know. We got fan base. It's, it's, we got dishers. It's kind of a bummer that you don't... I get why, but that it doesn't happen on the second weekend. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll change that, too. I don't know. But Shop mm-hmm. Girls, you know, had their show, and so that was mm-hmm. good for them. And, yeah. you know, I think it's fun. But um, yeah. I do love... I did love seeing a lot of you guys out there and coming to the radio show. And, and I know a lot of you met Brian for the first time, who was our lovely caller every time. And he showed up, and we just—it was a great fair. I thought it was a great fair. It was sweaty. It was so it was a little sweaty. So so hot. And the attendance was down about one yeah. percent, which is not bad considering that the last couple, the first couple of days and the last couple of days were ninety plus. Right. That one hundred right. degree day, woof. But not n- there was two minutes of rain, which there's that was almost sort of always shocking. there's almost always one cold day. Like I joke that I have yeah. a collection of sweatshirts yeah. from once a year. You go to the fair and it gets colder than you expect, and you run and you buy a sweatshirt. You, you buy a so sweatshirt. I have all these like uh oh sweatshirts. Yeah, and that did not happen. No, one time, not at all. No, so that was that was a. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, it was it's very just a nice different thing, warm. right? Yeah. It's just a different thing, yeah. and it's just yeah. weather and and all the things 
I thought that the food this year was good. I wasn't, oh, I didn't have anything that like knocked my socks off this year. Mm. I didn't have any like super wow. I did love, you know, mostly like I think the, uh, I went back often for the, um, ham loaf. Uh, I didn't, you know why? Cause it, it was stopped too at 10 30. <laughs> When it was too hot. Well, but it, it wasn't even that for me. It just oh, they stopped okay. at ten thirty, and I forgot that oh, it was a I breakfast only that. thing. Oh, I didn't even know that. And so then I couldn't get it. And so yeah. then I was like, I, I'm a little bit like I gotta remember about that portion of mm-hmm, the uh, the day. Mm-hmm. And then I have to say that there was um, something to say about uh, oh, the butter ice cream was yeah, actually yes. the Minnesota Dairy Lab kids. Um, and I, I get the line, like the line for the Amish donuts was insane. And that Sorry was about talk. that, everyone. That was because all of us loved it. I know. The first day. Remember the first day we walked right up, yeah. bought whatever we wanted, and then across the board, all the reviewers loved it. So I did get my hands on one more after after our first day. I was able to get one more. I wonder if the line, here's what I think, okay? Mm-hmm. I have a theory about lines, oh, and I think that oh. this was a new truck up here, so that was part of it, that no one, one had... One point of sale. Yeah, one point of sale, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that they are take. They were kind of doing their business and just commit... They didn't open till 9, either. Yeah. Most places are up at 7. Right. They opened at 9, so there was already going to be a little bit of a line waiting. I think, in a weird way, it kind of gave them a little bit of a legendary moment. Oh, for sure. And so marketing, marketing, marketing. I mean, it's the whole thing of like, you can only get one surly darkness and you can only get it on this one day. Right. And you can only get it if you come stand in this line. Right. So it creates that sort of limited edition feel. I think they did that. And I don't think they did it like, honestly, I think they were sweet people who were just like, look, we're unprepared for the love. And then it kind of just snowballed. But it became the story. The line became the story. And when that happens, it's that talk value of like, wow. That must be so good if people are waiting 20 minutes in line. 20 minutes? I oh, wish it was 20 45. minutes. 45. It was, there was a, times where it was over an hour and half of the line was in the sun. Yeah. So every time I walked by there, I would calculate, okay, well, how much of this is going to be in the shade? And then a couple times when I walked by there, there was a cameraman there. I was like, this is not helping, buddy. But that's what I'm saying. Right. It's right. like it became legend. Right. The line for became sure, legend. For sure, for sure. And I have to say that pickle pizza, pickle Rick's pizza was yeah. just as long. And that was interesting to me because that was, um, you know, I mean, like the second year of that. Right. And there are so many more pickle things now. And then also pickle pizza is a thing in the Twin Cities. Like you can get pickle pizza all over the place. For sure. So I thought that was more interesting. Yeah. But uh, I waited in that line for 18 minutes once. Which one? The pickle pizza line. You did? Well, I was with somebody who hadn't had it. Okay. And so they were doing it for a story. Okay. And it was Steve Marsh. And we, the funny thing, it was in the middle of the day. The parade was going by. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I would, I'm standing in this line because sure. I'm watching the parade and inching right. closer. Right. So that's the move. <laughs> there is, there is a lot, of, a lot to be said about, well, you're at the fair. Yeah. You're going to be wandering around looking yeah, for something to eat or just stand here. Right. For, you it, don't necessarily have. Are you in a hurry? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> you got to get to the Lumberjack show by right. 2 p.m. Because right. right. it's on again at 4. Right. And if 8 you miss and it. 10. <laughs> Well, so, okay, so my opinion, those donuts were worth it. 
One hundred percent. I know you're not a sweet. I, well, no, and the, I'm just not a donut. I don't have a yeah, donut no, obsession. I, I don't, right. and not that you do. I'm just saying right. a lot of people like I'm not waiting an hour for a donut ever, right. ever. It was a giant Krispy Kreme. That's what I got, and I loved that they were letting the dough rise right there. I mean, yeah. that was pretty genius too. It felt like what you were getting. First of all, it was delicious. Yeah, but beyond that. It felt like you were getting the freshest thing you can get at the fair that isn't an apple. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was being made right that second. And yeah, I'm the dough, sh- having the dough there, the punchy dough was kind of cute. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. What are they going to do to fix it? Are they going to do another trailer next year? Because they're a national thing. It's not a local thing that but we can from just. Florida. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll have another point of sale. Maybe they'll stage it like this year. Uh, Union Monk Kitchen, like they staged it. So they had the point of sale people up front. They were taking orders faster so that then, you know, just, yeah, yeah. And they were like gaming how many minutes it takes per person to do a thing and then right. handing a thing. And yeah, maybe that's it. I don't yeah. know. Well, one other point that I wanted to make about the fair, not that anyone listens to what we have to say, but we'll if you that. have, if you have an, hi, Brian, if you have yeah. an interesting, Beverage. If you have a beverage that people want to get their hands on, have a separate beverage point of sale. Because I, there were so many times. So the pickle lemonade, a Nordic waffle. Yeah. I didn't want to stand in that sun for a Nordic, for a lemonade. I loved that lemonade. I would have purchased it once a day. Yeah. So that's a loss to them. I didn't stand in that line, so I didn't buy one. And my friend that I was with said the exact same thing. So, so have a separate window. Have maybe. a separate window beverages for only. beverages. If you have a beverage, I'm not saying everyone, but if you have a beverage that that you know is unique, especially if it's on the official new foods, I think it would behoove you to think of that. Um, <clears throat> I like this idea, and I'm also just going to say one more thing before we go: is that the it was a remarkably more expensive year for fair for us specifically because we were using credit cards Mm. and the tip factor was enormous interesting it was enormous and they add some places add to your credit card purchase oh like a three three dollar three percent three whatever which i mean normally that's like 50 cents or 60 cents i wasn't mad about that yeah because it's a processing fee and i totally get that yeah but at the same time i think that it's like the idea that um I mean, it was just every time there was, you use your card, there was a tip screen. And we, if there's a tip screen, I'm going to use it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I know it's my choice, but there was, it was 15, 20, 25s. One place had the lowest they had was 18%. Ooh, and I was like, saucy. wow, okay. You know, yeah. and when you're ordering, the hard part for me is that when I'm ordering like for the full tasting or, you know, something that's new and whatever, and we're yeah. getting a bunch of stuff, it gets a little hard, but I just think that like next year, like maybe I'm just going to take out a lot of cash yeah, and yeah. do like a comparison, even though I don't love walking around with that much cash. It's harder to keep track. Well, we of. can split it. There's enough of us that only one of us can get robbed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not even put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, guys. That is our state fair. Last time we're going to talk no. about it for the next year roundup. No. We're going to take a quick break. You guys, we're going to come back. We're going to talk with, uh, we have some, an exciting little fruit innovation we're going to talk about and then we are going to talk some back to school changes in our lifestyle man this is what we're on right now and then we are also going to talk later in the second hour about some restaurants that we've been to and some experiences we've had so we're going to take a really good top look at september right now this is the weekly dish on my talk 1071 it's here just in time for fall pumpkin spice 
fitness. The YMCA has new pumpkin spice Pilates, pumpkin spice swimming, pumpkin spice spin, and more. Every workout has a whisper of nutmeg, every curl a hint of clove, and your sweat will smell like cinnamon. Plus, you'll get a free pumpkin spice fitness assessment to help you have a healthy fall. Spice up your routine at ymcanorth.org. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Alex Lodner today. Hello. As Hanson is about the voice. Actually, it's not too bad. I thought it'd be a lot. I was gonna sing Smelly Cat and everything. <laughs> Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> Nobody I needs love it. that well, in their life. Happy September, because happy it's September. we're kind of back into that back to school thing. And with that in mind, we do have uh we do have a new uh, caller on the show. We have Tony. Tony, are you here? I'm here. Tony Morimoto, you guys, is the director of Midwest sales for Molly Pops Grapes. And these are Red Sealess Grapes. They are like a secret of sweetness and amazingness. And they're, I, are we calling them cotton candy grapes? Is that what we're calling them, Tony? So cotton candy grapes are a green grape. Okay. And Molly Pop grapes are the red candy grape varieties. Okay. And what can you tell us a little bit about what makes them? I mean, I'm just confounded by how the a minute I opened the bag. So Tony left a bag here in the studio, and we got one, and we both. Yep, you, Alex, you can hear it. And it is. It's like you. The minute you open the bag, there is definitely like a cotton candy like like vibe. Going it says on. it says candy hearts. Yeah, candy hearts. Tell us a bit, little bit about like what makes this so sweet and so beautiful. So candy hearts are a variety developed by a company called IFG. So. IFG is this amazing company, and what they do is they they breed grapes. They have huge uh, greenhouses, and it takes about 10 years to bring a new grape to market. So they developed this candy heart variety, and we call it strawberry lemonade because when you see it, it's about half red, you know, half light, and you have to think about these grapes as just as you would wine, where you have these different notes, and it's amazing. So, like, but it's everybody has different tastes. So my brother and the candy hearts, he's like, it tastes to me more like pineapple. And to me, it tastes more like a tangerine strawberry. Oh. But it has a super sweet flavor. And, and so it's just the variety of the grape that makes it inherently so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then it's all the growing practices that make it to the next level. Talk about the growing practices and where are these, where are these, are these, these from a specific region? Is it California, correct? So these are grown in California. Mm-hmm. Now, what separates us from other grape companies is we have people out in the fields to specifically select the best grapes from this variety. So if you look at the Molly Pop brand, it's a bright pink bag. It's aimed toward children because our brand's philosophy is one-third of Americans are either diabetic or pre-diabetic. And how do you get kids to choose fruit over candy, well, you have to make the fruit taste better than candy. And that's what we've done. So when we got in the field, we measure what's called a BRICS level, which is the measurement of sugar in a particular fruit. Mm -hmm. So our minimum sugar we have to harvest is 20, which is bananas. To put that in perspective, the average grape you'll taste is about 14, 15 BRICS. So that's why you get a lot of these sour notes a lot of the times because there's just so much acid in that fruit and that acid is that sour taste so for us we want you to have a sweet experience every time and this is why hey i was 35 years old until i knew uh, green grapes weren't always sour 
And it's yeah. because <laughs> our industry has done such a terrible job of putting sour food in the shelf. And you go to the, you go to the store, you buy blueberries, raspberries, grapes, and what do you do when you bring home sour fruit? You let it rot in the fridge for a week until it goes bad, and then you throw it away, and you come back to the store and hope you have a good experience next time. Right. If you buy our bag because we actually measure the bricks prior to harvest, you know by buying the bag it's always going to be sweet. That's amazing. So is it, so you're saying that most companies are not really measuring their, their fruit for bricks. They're sort of just like putting them in the bag and letting them go onto the shelves. Yes, that's, that's the typical practice because – According to, I mean, and, and it all has to do with, you know, what we've, what the people at the level of the grocer look at. They're like, okay, if it looks good, people will buy it. That's true. Our company has a completely different philosophy. So if you look at the candy heart, it's the best grape, and it's been around for a long time. So why don't you know about it? Right. Well, you don't know about it because if you look at the grape, it's not full color. So when you go to the store, you think. Like, you inherently are looking for huge berries that are big, full color. And if there's anything wrong with that color, you're like, Ooh, what's wrong with that? I'm not going to buy it. That's not what you're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and these are, I mean, these are, I mean, the bags that I got, and I want to know, is this typical? They're really big grapes. Mm -hmm. Is it that typical or is this just like the batch that we got? No, the candy, these candy hearts are bombers. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely enormous. And that's just, that's the variety of the grape. So it's, I mean, they're extremely big this year just because if we had a hurricane in California, Hurricane Hillary. So when you get a lot of rain and fruit, it, it just pumps nutrients into that fruit. So it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So all that water make, is making for really, really big fruit. So on a typical year, they won't be as big, but they'll still be very big. Now, let's talk about marketing these to kids because obviously – you know, or marketing these to parents as an alternative oh, yeah. to kid and like really kind of teaching people about this. Is that part of like the mission is sort of is moving people into thinking how hard is that for you guys to like get people to think about fruit as a sweet treat? It's it's really it's difficult until parents taste the fruit. So I've been going to tastings at Lunds, which is an amazing partner. They actually have somebody specifically there. They're called Food Ease. Oh. And they're there to make sure you have an amazing tasting experience. Yeah. And Kowalski's, their produce managers, are absolutely phenomenal. They they go above and beyond. If you ask them for something, they're like, anything you need, and they're so knowledgeable. So if you have any questions at any of these uh, stores, ask for the produce manager, the foodie, and they'll they'll give you a wide array of answers. But for us, if you look at the bag, it's designed like a cereal box. Yeah. It's designed for kids. And when I'm doing tastings and parents are like, oh, it's just a grape. And then they taste it like, oh, my gosh, the, what, like, what is happening? And it's not like our, we're putting up grapes against kale. Obviously, <laughs> kale is a lot more healthy, right? I mean, right. But, we're, but we want kids to choose like, hey, instead of Snickers or, you know, instead of whatever garbage junk that you're going to put in your body, have it be grapes that actually has nutrients and vitamins and and doesn't make you feel like trash garbage the next day because, you know, because it, it, it's real. It's real fruit. And when you eat it, you're like, I'd rather have this over any Twizzler. Because yeah. it's just, it just over a candy so much heart. sweeter. Right. Well, okay. So, and I mean, this is kind of interesting. I think we were talking about the fact that, um, you know, you when you think about apples, people know about, um, you know, they say like, what's your favorite apple? And you'll say Honeycrisp or you'll say, 
you know, you love the Zestar or the, you, we know that, but we don't really know varietals of grapes like that. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you guys are hoping that Candy Hearts will become sort of a known and requested quantity? So our goal is for, for the, for us to have people request our bag, Molly Pop grapes. So yeah. when you go to the store, you're like, hey, I want Molly Pop grapes because I know they're, they're sweet. It's kind of like when you go to the store, have you ever asked for a Decopon orange? No. <laughs> but, but I'm sure you've heard of Sumos, right? Yes, yes. It's all marketing, yeah. right? Right. It's all marketing. So Decopon orange is the variety of Sumo. So oh. that's what we're doing to the Candy Heart grapes is making, is having it Molly Pop. Got it. So in, in our philosophy is the name of the bag is the bag. Yeah. People want to, we want people to go to the store and request the bag. It's not just because they know it's a candy heart, but because they know what's inside is going to be so sweet. It's going to make their mouth dance. That's crazy. I think it's a, I think it's a, I mean the cuties think about uh, clementines and everything else and how people right. think about cuties now. And that's all because and someone you use cuties them. like you would Kleenex. Yeah. You use that name. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, Kleenex that's interesting. Band-Aids. Yeah, right. and that, that's what we're trying to do. And that's why when you go to the store, look at Molly Pop, Molly Pop grapes. They're in a bright pink bag. It's going to be amazing. It, they're almost tasty. Barbie-like, which the is very, a perfect timing for you guys. Barbie. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Molly Pops. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Introducing Old Dutch's two newest flavors, Dutch Crunch Garden Herb and Everything Bagel Popcorn. Garden Herb Kettle Chips are seasoned with a flavorful medley of fresh herbs and spices to make any occasion worth reminiscing about. Premium Everything Bagel Popcorn is another new must-try. Flavored with a delicious blend of sesame seeds, poppy seeds, dried onion, and garlic that's sure to be one of your new favorites. Stop by your local grocery or convenience store to pick up your favorite local snacks. Old Dutch Foods. Quality lives here. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We are kind of in our September portion of the show. Yay. We're just talking about back to school, we're talking about back to life, back to fall, back to post fair life reality. You know, which means cooking. Because for me, that's like I really feel like August, I don't cook at all in August. I barely cook. Because it's hot. And I'm also kind of like not so, I don't know, I just don't get very like, I'm ready for the next phase of like, I'm kind of done with grilling and I think I want to start braising and baking and all that stuff. Yeah. Turning my oven on again. So I'm very happy that we, uh, you know, it was fun to talk to Tony because we learned about grapes and I think about kids and back to school stuff, but I'm really, I don't have kids anymore really, but I am here to have, to be psyched about our next guest, which is Jill Holter from The Wedge. Are you there? Did we I got you on? Am I here? I don't you're know. On. You tell you're me on. if I'm there here. You're here. I'm so here. You're I don't like here. that I can't see you. I'm trying to move my seat over I'll so I can see taller. your pretty face. There you go. Talking to the mic and sit up tall. <laughs> That's yes. all. Those are the rules. Um. So, okay. So, Jill is the, what we're calling you, director of marketing. You're yes. the director of marketing That's for me. the Wedge Co-op. Yes. Which has been around for eons, it feels like. Next year's our 50th anniversary. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Or birthday? I don't know which one it is. I know, it just depends on how years. you feel about Yes, it's um, slightly younger than I am. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, all the co-ops kind of started in the early 70s. Um, it was the hippie time. It was you the know? hippie dippy it was time. The, it was the granola time. I'm making fun of myself yes. and all of us. <laughs> but it was it was the healthy eating time. It was the counterculture time. It's always been an activist kind of radical mindset of um, a different way of eating food and selling food. Right. Because it's like, instead of it being about, you know, big giant grocery stores, Mm -hmm. you know, with like these massive, you know, 
sort of brands that come in. You guys are really known for cultivating relationships with local purveyors and really like listening to the people and not just putting in pallets of things that are going to be everywhere in the country. Absolutely. Yeah. And our goal with that is, you know, we know the farmers, we buy from the farmers, we buy from the makers, and then we introduce you to them and we connect you to the people that make and grow your food. So you get to experience that. And it does taste different. There's no doubt about it. I brought you um, some of the early apples and some early apple cider. And we geek out on this stuff. Yes. Like the very first corn of the season and the very first Featherstone carrots or the very first asparagus of the spring. We get really crazy about it. Yes. And we know that our shoppers do too. So I'm here to be excited about it. When on break, during break, uh, after the grape talk, we were talking, Steph and I were talking about apples. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm, I really understand what he was talking about because you get really excited about varieties of apples. I fell in love with First Kiss at the fair and then you walk in and you said that's what you brought us which i'm excited thank you this is like the fruit show all of a sudden so excited (laughs) that's a sweet tango it's almost like it's the weekly dish i know yeah so i absolutely love first kiss and i'm very excited to have one they're super crispy we have like maybe six or seven varieties in right now and they just you know, you, you won't see Harrelson's till end of this month. I know, me too. Isn't I'm that a such a Minnesota girl. apple? I know it is, and it's so like tart and tangy, and like it's so. The pi- it's the pie apple. It's the pie apple, and, yeah. and I'm I'm willing to wait for it. You know what I mean? Me too. Like me I too. love it. I'm yep. smelling the first kiss. I know. And just, oh gosh. Well, it smells like the fair. <laughs> it does in a good way. Okay, see, we get people excited to geek out about their food. I yes. know. Yeah. Well, so okay now, and do you guys feel like uh, how how is it that how do you bring in local food there? Like how do you find like new purveyors? and bring them in and then is it up to you guys you help them blossom as a purveyor or do you need to them to be kind of like ready to go both both yeah <laughs> we um we love established farms i mean i mentioned featherstone farm they're a very large farm they've been around for a long time and they grow tons of different types of produce for us yeah so you'll see them on our shelves from the very earliest spring all the way into fall with squash and then their carrots usually last until probably the next February or March. Wow. So that's a really big farm. But there's also little farms that are just getting started. So whether they come to us or maybe we meet them at a farmer's market and they're ready for their first wholesale account, we love being the first um, for some of these new brands. Same with food makers. Um, We were the first... Uh, retailer to carry Baba's hummus, yeah, and pitas and everything, and now they've got a restaurant. They've got a whole place we, across the street from across you. Across the street, yes, it's delicious. We launched um, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. You did. Yeah, we were the very first retailer. Gustola Granola. Yeah. So we'll we'll help these. And if a if a food maker comes in and they're they've got a great product, but maybe their packaging isn't quite right, or maybe they've missed a couple of steps, or maybe. Um, Something needs to sit differently on a shelf. We'll work with them to get them ready to get on our shelf because we want them to succeed. Um, yeah, we carry all the national brands too, um, the natural and organic ones, but we really champion these little brands that are just starting. I think, and that's the, to me, that's the role of the co-op is yeah. like to really give that. And then, you know, there's times where I'm thinking about stories for the magazine and who do I want to feature? And it's like, that's where I go. I go to the co-ops and walk the shelves, you know, just to yeah. see what's new because I know that someone who's going to be, whoever's on your shelf is is ready to be talked about, you yeah. know, too. That's yep. the other part of it. And we 
we have we have no interest in hanging on to anybody. We want them to grow. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, the little bird in the nest. We love being the first nest, but if they expand to the other co-ops and suddenly they're in larger retailers and then they go national, amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, if that's what they want, that's what we want for them. So let's talk about the news that you guys have. have you guys uh, have some changes happening, which is kind of hard for the Wedge because the Wedge has got the wedge is the 50 wedge. years and yeah. people know the Wedge. And then they sort of think of things like, you know, this is what my shop is. And now you guys are doing a little bit of massaging of what you are. Tell us a little bit about what's going on. Sure. So in 2017, we consolidated with the Linden Hills Mm Co-op. And it was pretty historic. Um, We're two very different stores in very different neighborhoods, but we share a mission. So it was a really good consolidation. And at the time, we let the two stores kind of keep their separate neighborhood identities. But after six years, and as a marketing person, I can tell you honestly, it is not easy to market Wedge and Linden Hills Co-op. It's a lot of words. Some people didn't really realize we were the same company. So we spent the last, oh, it took about nine months of process of research and focus groups and and interviews and, and work groups and creative sessions to really solidify on Wedge Community Co-ops as our consolidated name. Yeah. But when you go into Linden Hills, it's still going to feel and look like the Linden Hills Co-op. The, the sign on the outside is going to be a little different. It'll say Wedge Linden Hills. And then um, the Lindale store will say Wedge Lindale. But the neighborhoods are important and we're never going to lose our neighborhood identities. Yeah. But the I, Wedge is a Wedge. Nationally. Yeah. It's kind of no and 50 years of knowing. Yep. You know what I mean? And it was a standard setter. It knows how to sort of like, uh, well, it just knows what it's doing. You know I think what I mean? so. Thank you. But yeah, we've we've been doing it for a while. We're we're getting it pretty right. We're always getting a little bit better. But Linden Hills has been around for uh, a couple years less than the wedge. So they started in the seventies. Also, they've got their own equity built up, and we would never we would never completely depart from that. So no. Yep. And the neighborhoods are important. the The vibe at Linden Hills, the vibe at the wedge. They're they're very different, and we love that. And there, you know, is there anything like you guys are would expand beyond this or is this sort of like we'd love to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it is definitely a growth minded direction that we're going in, whether we open a third <laughs> store or if there's another consolidation, um, solidifying that name that's nationally, regionally and locally recognized. It gives us that flexibility to do the next piece of growth, whatever that's going to be. OK. And so what are some of the things that people can look for now that are kind of new, like that are coming? Like, do you guys have anything new for fall that is sort of exciting Um, for fall? Well, of course, apples Apples. and I brought apple cider. Yeah, I did bring a couple of fun things. We talked about back to school. Yeah. Um, So I brought some fun like lunchbox ideas. Of course, Baba's hummus. We can't these little pita puffs. Yeah, I know we're on radio. You can't see them, but they're little (laughs) tiny poofy. They're so good for kids. They fit in chubby little kid hands. Yes. And they're so great with hummus or ranch or whatever your kids love um these are really fun everybody knows string cheese these are dubliner cheese sticks. oh my gosh these are new so you got a really high quality cheese and single wow. serving if that's, so that's got your name all i know over. that's carry gold yes. cheddar that is in sticks in, in sticks. sticks yes that's just the dream moment yeah, right there. so um kids lunchbox or your own you yeah. choose yep we have uh, weeknights are bonkers when you have kids and they're in school. Ask me how I know. How do you know? I have six of them. She has six children, so people. <laughs> I, this is a national brand. I don't know if you've seen Amsam sauces and marinades. No, you can no, um, put it beautiful. on a pork tenderloin or a chicken or whatever, pop it in your crock pot, and then you come home and your house smells good and you have dinner and 
you're not quite so tired. These are These called. Are you need to be on TV. That you guys. I wish you could see how she's holding them up so perfectly. Like, <laughs> little cards. Like, but like yeah. this is a great. This yummy miso glaze. Yuzu miso glaze. They're delicious. Yeah, chili garlic sauce that you just quickly oh. pop in. Thai, Japanese, all sorts of great yeah. things. I've heard about these guys. They're really, really good. Yeah. And they just a little pouch. Yeah. Um, we've got four flavors. Um, these are super fun. It's a walking tamale. Um, they're Ooh. vegan and gluten free, and they're great for camping. They're great for hiking. They'd be awesome for a lunchbox. That's me, 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 me. Um, I get that one. <laughs> Alex and Steph, you should see the hands yeah, outreach right. over so here. Ex- I'm so the only one in my Phil's family walking tamale. Go yeah, ahead. I'm the only one in my house that likes tamales. So this is fantastic because I don't have to yeah. make them. You Not can, that I ever would have, please. But you know, yeah. and you this can warm amazing. it up, or you can eat it cold. I've seen people eating them cold. So, mm, no. so you just like this can, yeah, because I, yeah. I and that can go into a lunchbox. It doesn't have to be Does, refrigerated. Exactly. And it's because I have a friend. We were just talking to my art director at the magazine. She was like, I don't know what to keep putting in. There's like so many snacks all of a sudden. Yeah. And I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll talk about it on Saturday. And it's got protein because it's corn and beans. So it's got the protein that kids need and adults need. um, But it's vegan and gluten free. So it kind of meets everybody's. Kind of meets all the requirements. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna okay. actually have you this. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, but you're yep. gonna stay. I'm staying. You're gonna stay. Jill's here. We're gonna unpack some more little snacks and stuff from the co-ops. Also, it's going to be the Ask Stephanie portion. So if you want to call in and ask about, you know, grocery items, what can you find at the co-ops? Also, if you're looking for a specific something and you're not sure where to find it, we'll do our best to help you with that. 651-641-1071. And otherwise, we're just going to keep going through your bag, which I'm super <laughs> psyched about. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents... Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash weekly dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weekly dish. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, uh, It is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, so 651-641-1071. If you want to call and ask us any restaurant questions, Jill Holter is here from the Wedge Co-op, so we have lots of grocery ability questions. We do have a couple callers already on the line. We have Brian. Hello, Brian. How are you? Hey, Brian. I'm good. How are you? Good to see you kids at the fair. Yeah, Brian, that was fun. I'm, Thanks for coming I'm out. I'm bummed I missed you, though, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw both Stephanie's twice Yeah, Fox 9, so. It was great. Um, I learned a few years ago there was something called the cotton candy grapes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, re- aimed right at kids. So. Right. 
It was the same. I think it's the same idea. I think those cotton candy grapes and these candy hearts are kind of that same, you know, in that same vibe. Yeah. It sounded to me like the, these are a specific kind that were hybridized specifically for their, uh, you know, sugar content. Yeah. It's like nothing's yep. added. It's just a natural grape, which right. is cool. And Brian, I can tell you, I've tried both now, and these candy hearts are a lot sweeter. And isn't the mango the most sugary fruit? Is the mango the mango. most sugary fruit? Yeah. Bananas have a really high sugar content, but I guess my science brain doesn't know which know. one has the highest. <laughs> you stumped right. the band, Brian. Yep. Okay. Thank we'll, you. We'll figure uh, it out. Yep. Yeah, Bye. we'll look it up. Uh, all right. We have Lisa on the line. Lisa has a question about the co-op. Lisa? Yeah. Hi. Hi, Jill. It's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Wait, which Lisa? Do we know her? Do you have a question? Yeah. What is the best apple cider to get? Oh, the best best apple apple cider. cider. Well, I have in front of me a jug from Hoke Orchard. Um, It's organic. They're an organic apple orchard, which is really tricky to grow apples organically. It is. It's... uh, it's not easy. No. Um, so it's 100% juice, no preservatives, no sugar added. Um, it's delicious. Um, you have to shake it up. You can kind of see the pulpy stuff at it's the bottom. It's got some sediment. So it's really um, got a really rich apple flavor. It's delicious. So Where is I it would, from? Like, does it tell you what town? I'm trying to remember. Does it say it there? It says uh, Minnesota Finest. Yep. It says I'm Minnesota sorry. Finest. I'm going to lose the city name right now. That's but okay. Sorry, they took local. it from her. Yeah. Minnesota. Yep. Okay, so we love the Hoke Orchard. La Crescent, Minnesota. La Crescent, that's a good apple area. That is a very good apple area. Okay, good. Is that a good one, Lisa? Yeah, it's a good one. All right, thanks. Thanks, Lisa. All right, we also have Tanya on the line. Tanya, what's going on today? So I visited a restaurant recently that we've been to before, but they've moved into a new space. Okay. And, oh, boy, were they struggling with their point of sale Mm. and wait lists and things like that, and I would really like to provide some constructive criticism, but I don't want to do it in a way that's, you know, um, petty or cruel, and I was just wondering, how how would that be a good way to go about it? I love this. I love this question, actually. I think that the one of the best ways to do it is if there is a moment when you're on site, when it's happening and you're there, if there is somebody, a manager that you can talk to that is just, and all you want to do is say, hey, this is you know, to keep the levels normal, you know, in just terms of saying like, hey, these are some of the things that are happening with us. I just wanted you to know. Um, but the other way to do it is to either write it down in a, you know, in a, in a letter form um, or in an email that is, you know, kind of just straightforward um, and call or call the next day. And so then you can talk to a manager and just say, hey, I just wanted to call and let you guys know some of the stuff that that occurred with us last night. We were not looking for a free dessert. We're not looking for anything like that. We just wanted to make people aware because I think it impacts your guests. And we just thought it would be great for you to know. Yeah, I certainly saw a lot of people around me frustrated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want this place going away. Right. They're wonderful. I could just tell that they needed more point of sale training. So, um, that, and- that would literally be one of those great things to call the next day and just sort of talk to the manager so that if it seems like there was a frustration level at the moment, they may not be able to receive that kind of criticism well. So having it sure. come the next day from someone who's obviously not there to like yell at anybody, you're just kind of giving your feedback. That might be, that might be a best way to do it. 
Right, and I certainly would point out some things that they did great because when we went in to uh, pick up our food, I said to my husband, hey, let them know that their outside um, garbage needs to be changed and that wow. their their um, box is full for the bus boy. Yeah. Know, the bus staff. So, and they came out right away to change it. So I don't want to just provide that right. kind of criticism, but the things that were positive that I saw as well. You know, it's funny. I got a, uh, I will tell you that I recently bought a cut of pork shoulder from a local grocery store, not the co-op, I will tell <laughs> you, Bless. Um, but I got it home and it was absolutely horribly rancid oh it was gosh. ammonia and i even tried to like cook it a little bit then i was like nope nope mm-hmm. it's real bad and i just called them and you know because at the grocery store you're like you have to call them or tell them mm-hmm. and i just said listen i just want you to know because i don't want you to, i want you to go look at the other cuts that are sitting in the bin and make sure that none of these go out because it was like right. that would kill someone who didn't yeah, have a good sense of smell yeah absolutely and, I, and jill yep. would tell you that they want to know those mm-hmm. things so i think that doing it the next day or out of the fresh Frustration area or time frame is also mm-hmm. is a really good option. Okay, yeah. I really appreciate the advice. Thanks, Tanya. Good luck. I think that's true. You want to know, right? Yeah. And they right. told me the the grocery store said, you know, do you have your receipt? Do you want to come back in? We'll refund you the money. And he's like, just put Steve's name on it. No one's going to question you. And I'm like, I literally don't. It's I fine. just don't want to kill. Yeah. Somebody. I just don't want yeah. someone else yes. to go through yeah. this. And if you have bad things, you should take them out. Right. And we had this yeah. conversation before the show because yeah. I was talking about an experiences well, that I had, which we will talk about later. Yeah. But that's exactly the point is I was like, OK, has Karen shaming gone too far? You know, have we not have we lost the ability to just offer constructive, kind I think it's delivery. And it's all in the delivery, and it's all in the, this is about trying to make you better. And Tanya just said, if that was her name, she just said, I want them to last. And that's the best motivation, right? You love these people, and you want to make sure that they continue to exist. Yeah, that's true. And we want to know about safety stuff and quality stuff. If it's not our best, we want to know so we can make it our best. Because everybody has an expectation, and if we're not meeting it, the next person is going to have a similar bad experience. Yeah. But for safety, absolutely report it as soon as you can. Right. Yeah. And even in fact, sometimes, and this is a tougher one, but I know that people sometimes when they get, they feel ill after eating something, you know, Mm -hmm. that they've made and Mm -hmm. they've cooked. And sometimes they're like, well, I probably just cooked it wrong. And sometimes I'm like, well, maybe just call the, you know, the grocery store and let them know that like, if it was a protein or something, yeah, it it could could be be. Mm -hmm. like, cause if, what if you call and what if like, Six other people call at the same no. time. Like you don't right. know it, but yeah. then they know it. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. And if you're patient zero, you have you know it's it's a responsibility as a good human being, and we want to see the stores and the restaurants succeed. Yeah, nobody wants to bring anything down. Right. right, and I know that you know there is a level of like they didn't bring my sauce to me in like three minutes, and that's like Whoops. a there's those things like there is having patience for things. There is understanding when someone is short staffed. There is that moment, but then there's the other moment that says, I see you, there's stuff being impacted, and I can see people around me getting frustrated, and I'm worried about that. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. It's all about, it's all about, I think, your motivation of why you even want to say what you want to say, and I think that comes through. Yeah. I do, too. Most people have good intentions. I really believe that. I do, too. Yeah. So, let's act that way. Yeah, I know. I know. And especially, I think also, I do think that there is, if you've noticed, there's a lot of ads for hiring right now. So a lot of the summer kids have gone back to school or, you know, and like, there's just a, 
uh, sort of a shift. And so when I think about it, when I see that there's a lot of people hiring, to me that also says that we're in a phase where there's a lot of new people maybe learning their jobs. Oh, yes. And so for me, I always think, well... You know, I may have like for the next you know month or so just a little bit of grace because understand that someone may not be knowing how to do their job. Yeah. So. When I when I'm at a grocery store and they've got the sign up that says cashier and training, I will go to that line on purpose. Oh, nice! If I'm not in a hurry, and yeah. just be nice to the person, be encouraging to them. Yeah. Um, be one last crabby person that they have to deal with on their first day of work. But yeah, we're all we're all out here trying our best. Yeah. Are you guys fully staffed at both? Um, we are. I mean, we're always hiring. There's always um a need for people, but we feel pretty good right now. Um, the thing about the co-op and kind of a lot of small businesses, the people that work there really want to be there. They're there for a very specific reason. We, um, we have really knowledgeable people, super passionate people, whether it's just the mission or you're really obsessed with local apples and kale and things. Um, but most of the people that come work at the co-op want to be there and they're there to kind of fill up their soul and do good. Um, we also pay well, um, for starting wages. We've got great benefits. Yeah. Good place to work. I love it. Thank you, Jill, for being here. You guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Thanks.